It's season 18 of Homemaker Chic Podcast. This season, we are doing it for the people. The holidays are coming, and we're doing it for the people. I want you to join us over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. Support the show at $1, $5, or $10 a month. At that top fangirl level, you'll have access to the full video versions of the show. Lots of fun. We love you. Now let's rock this next episode. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. It is season 18. We are doing it for people. Last week, we sort of did it for ourselves. But like I said, when we started this season, we are people too. And we talked about wardrobes and lots of fun last week. Today, I have an inkling of something I want to talk about, but we're going to just uh, freestyle a little bit. Shay and I haven't talked to each other in a few days. Shay Elliott mm. is my co-host. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. She's a little under the weather. So a little bit. Give her a break. I am Angela Reed, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. Together we are two friends, two bajillion miles apart. It's been 2,000 years since we've seen each other, and <laughs> we have two microphones, and, and here we are. And we are with you to rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. Old school yeah. red lips, no denim jumpers, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Great Seinfeld episode, yada, yada, yada. That's a good one. <laughs> this season is sponsored by World Watch. Uh, I pulled up their website because I know we have a lot of homeschooling moms and teachers listening to the show. This is what they say. They say, tour the world in 10 minutes every weekday. And parents and teachers have this sort of feedback for children that are exposed to World Watch news. It sparks wonder at how God has made the world. It has increased the compassion of their homeschool and school students and curiosity in the world and has stimulated logical conversations with adults and other students. Those things sound fabulous and obviously a boosted awareness of current events. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, worldwatchnews.com. This is a source where you can get bite-sized Worldwatch.news. I'm sorry. What did I Worldwatch. say? Worldwatch.news. You said worldwatchnews.com. Worldwatch.news. Thank you. You're That's welcome. That's what it says. I'm right here for quality control, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Worldwatch.news. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're burned out on getting like your news from Reels, or if you're burned out on mainstream news, you want to try something new, we want you to give this a try. Because with the code HOMEMAKERCHIC, you are going to be able to enjoy one month for free. So see what it's like. Expose your children to current events around the world with biblical discernment and not a lot of the, quite frankly, smut that comes with <laughs> the news. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So do it for the people. Visit worldwatch.news and use that coupon code homemakerchic for an entire month free and just see what you think. Just check it out. Yeah, I think it's free, I, you I guys. Like to, it's free. It's free. I like to get I like to um, get news from when I want to get news. I get it from a variety of sources, and I sort of cherry pick just to sort of see, like, where's everybody coming from with mm -hmm. the, with one story? And so I like this because, obviously, it's giving it um, from a worldview that I agree with. So, mm -hmm. Yep. Ooh. There you go. There you go. Um, if you um, could just talk for the rest of the podcast to save our audience from my nasal uh i don't know what the word is you know i don't know that was me last week just so wrong <laughs> sorry, in so you guys. many ways i know it's not I fun had a to lot listen. of 
I know, right? It's not fun to hear yourself in the oh, headphones cool. either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of fun with last week's episode. So this is one of my new tops I'm wearing to show you. There you go. Well, what I love about it is this podcast, you guys, selfishly, it's like putting out like a beacon for help. And you guys have been showering me with your recommendations. And it's been really helpful. So thank you for the emails and the Instagram messages. If you missed last week's episode, go back and listen to it. We talked about fashion and wardrobes and weighing investment pieces and where to find some of these things. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we could have some fun and talk about nipples. What? <laughs> Talking about <laughs> Let's talk about nipples for a second. I have two nipple stories. Who has two nipple okay. stories? I have two nipple stories. Oh, and, and she comes out swinging. swinging. Wow. Um, one, I guess, is old hat. And I was under a rock, which I pride myself in not being under a rock. But apparently I was. Um. The whole concept of matching your lipstick color to your nipple color. Um, I'm sorry. Have you heard this? No. What is this? (laughs) It works. What are you talking about? I'm saying that I saw this and I, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I've heard that before. And I thought about this particular lip gloss I have that probably matches my nipple (laughs) color and... (laughs) And every time I wear it, I get compliments. Every time. So I'm just saying, if you're feeling a little down in the dumps. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, but what what part of the nipple are we talking about? The nipple, not the areola. (laughs) The nipple, the pointy part. I would like to thoroughly apologize (laughs) if anyone was listening to this podcast with their children. I had no Children have nipples, too. Okay. (laughs) You say stuff a hundred times worse than me saying nipple. <laughs> it's going to get worse. So get, put your kids away. <laughs> All right, carry on. <laughs> have you seen the new bra that Kim Kardashian designed? I have unfortunately been exposed to this on Instagram. No. And I'll never be the same. Does it have holes where the nipples are or something? No, it has fake nipples. Why? Why? So she can look like she's got THOs on purpose. What's? I'm sorry, what's a THO? I can't say that. Well, it's sort of like, it's similar to your, I can't say that online. I mean, it's Text worse me. than your little, Text me. it's worse than your little boob society. So, okay. Don't know what that means. And anyways, so you're always talking about wearing padding so that you're not Poking through in public, yeah, at church, whatever. Well, this is the opposite concept. Like you're intentionally nipping out. Intentionally nipping out. Well, that's it for me, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I think, and we're done. <laughs> I think I, that we have taken this as far as we can take it. I think I had to like physically close my mouth, like scoop my jaw up. I'm like, am I really seeing this? Actually, Amelie told me. She was like, you're not going to believe this. I don't understand fully why you would cover your nipples to then put fake nipples on. Maybe they're not perky enough. Maybe they're lopsided. I don't know. 
It is. And what happens then when one takes their clothes off? Disappointment, just like when you take your spanks yeah. off, I guess. <laughs> You're like, and it's here just... we are. And here we are. Plop. No, here's the thing, you guys. And I love this because all my emails from listeners this week were on these like wonderful, cozy sweaters. And it just got my <laughs> vibes going. And I'm sick. And I'm doing the thing that women do. And so I'm feeling quite just like quiet and cozy this week. You know what uh -huh. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not been spending a lot of time on Instagram or just anywhere. And that like just beautiful, quiet contentment of the soul when you when you quiet down all of the noise mm -hmm. is so like I genuinely worry for a culture that doesn't know that soul silence that's in this place where you're painting on your eyebrows and wearing fake nipples and like doing all like <laughs> those people still you can still is, you're still in your soul at the end of the day like you're still in yeah. your own flesh and with your own blood with your own thoughts with your real mm -hmm. heart like that mm -hmm. genuinely concerns me because fake nipples are very noisy that is a very noisy place to be yeah yes yes it's a very noisy place <laughs> to be so um, I do follow House of Peaches on Instagram. Woman kills me. She is like a woman after my own heart because she goes to Target and Nordstrom and dogs the clothing. <clears throat> and it's so funny. She takes her daughter and her mother even sometimes and they try on stuff in the dressing room. And it's hysterical. And then she does spoof outfits. Mm. So if somebody's wearing something really ridiculous, she's a seamstress and she gets out her little sewing machine and she mocks one up with whatever she can find around the house. And if you do need to like laugh, House of Peaches is a great feed because she's funny. Oh my gosh. She is funny. And so she made a nipple bra for her dog <laughs> just to like point out how ridiculous it was. And it's excellent. Good stuff there. Oy vey. I, I got nothing. But try the lip gloss. I got nothing. Try. I don't think I want, I for one, oops, I just unplugged my mic. <laughs> um, I don't think my boob. I don't think I'd be able to get close enough. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> try, you know, like, try it on your jawline. Just Hold whipping on. my boob out try while I'm at Sephora. Just like, oh, right, okay, exactly. We'll see what goes here. Come on That's now. what I was thinking when I heard it. I'm like, we used to just test foundation, like, on our jawline, <laughs> subtly. Not anymore, folks. Not, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> okay, well. That's all I got. I gave it. <laughs> you gave it. <laughs> That's um, some good trailer fodder right ooh, there. Wow. Um, I realized in my absence of brain that I forgot to do our Homemaker Clean challenge with you guys last week. Totally got so excited talking yeah. about fashion that I just... Psh, yeah, I was doing the show it. notes. I'm like, hey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Um, Whoops. That was my fault. But I got to tell you guys, if you're actually doing this little challenge that we're, we've been doing this season along with us, by now you're probably actually seeing some habitual changes. I know there are some of you mm -hmm. who are really going along with us. I've been trying mm -hmm. really hard as well to do it fully along with everybody. And I got to tell you, it's hard. We start in the kitchen, so we've already done a bunch of tasks in the kitchen and some of them are harder than others, like making your own little cocktail bar. That was really fun. 
putting the kitchen completely to bed, cleaning out the sink, starting the dishwasher, taking out the trash, wiping off the counters, putting out new rags. That is not fun at the end of the day. <laughs> it isn't. And it takes so bloody long. Yeah. The last couple nights, like I've just been like, no skimping, man. I want to wake up to paradise. <laughs> okay. And I just can't believe how long it takes. For me to do, just like get the dishes done and start the dishwasher versus fully putting the kitchen to bed, which is what I call it. That's not what Tony calls it in the book. It's a solid 30 minutes longer for me to actually like yes. sweep the floor, take the rags to the laundry room. Are you cleaning the stovetop off and yeah, everything? The whole, yeah, the yeah. whole shebang. But I do. I wake up and it feels like paradise on the mornings that I do that. And the great thing is, is when you actually do that each day... You, it still takes like roughly the same amount of time, but it's not as bad. If you sweep every day, mm -hmm. it just doesn't feel as bad. <laughs> you know what I well, mean? When it builds the time up, is going to get spent. So yeah. either you're doing that extra 30 minutes at night or you wake up in the morning and mm -hmm. it doesn't go the way you want it to. Or you, you got to like hustle a little bit more to clean up before you make lunch or there's it's going to get spent. Yep. It's just there's something sucky about doing it at the end of the day when you rather be Netflixing or reading a book or sitting by the fire. Like we, we're playing games on the carpeting now and in yep. front of the fire. And sometimes I like I hear them because they get started because, you know, uh, there's the stuff mom has to do. Like everybody helps clean up the kitchen. Yep. And I'm pretty strict about get back here. Get back here. If I'm still working, you're still working. But then at the end, it's like, OK, who's going to detail the stovetop? Me, you know. You're listening to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I'm Angela. I'm Shay. And we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips and no denim jumpers. Toops & Co. is your beauty source for being Homemaker Chic. So remember this code, Fall Beauty. One word, Fall Beauty, for 10% off gorgeous designer quality makeup from Toops & Co. You don't have to sacrifice quality to use cosmetics that are free from hormone-disrupting chemicals, parabens, preservatives, and more. Mineral makeup, liquid foundations, a face primer to swoon over. This company has been created by our friend Emily, and she has taken the time to create quality makeup with ingredients that you can feel good about. Makeup, skincare, she's taking it to an entirely new level. I want you to try the red wine lipstick, the long lash mascara, the cream cheek tint. There are makeup brushes and even sample sets for you. So visit Toops, that's T-O-U-P-S, toopsandco.com and use the code FALLBEAUTY at checkout for 10% off or simply visit the Homemaker Chic podcast page on Instagram and click that red button that says beauty. If you are looking for quality kitchen products that are ethically sourced and in your price range, Angela and I invite you to visit Kui Housewares, that's K-O-O-I, housewares.com forward slash homemaker chic and use code BLESSED10. This is a wonderful family-run business that was created over 10 years ago to offer high quality products to us homemakers that are designed to last and benefit our homes, especially our kitchens. So often we can spend our money on the wrong products, products that don't stand up to the workload. Kui Housewares has put the hard work in of finding products that are high quality, name brand, and products that are fully backed by manufacturer's warranties. They make it easy to shop everything from cake decorating supplies to canning supplies. 
While you're shopping Kui housewares, be sure to check out the superb canning lids. If you didn't think a canning lid could get better than it is, you've never tried superb lids. They seal beautifully because of a thicker rubber seal and they don't ever rust because of five layers of corrosion prevention. And they're made in the USA. Visit KuiHousewares.com forward slash Homemaker Chic, use code BLESS10, and enjoy shopping around this wonderful store. Here we are, that season where we tuck into our homes and make them cozy and comfortable for ourselves and the people we love. Tuck in with American Blossom Linens and receive 20% off your purchase of bedding, sheets, pillows, towels, and more. American Blossom Linens are American-grown and made cotton products that are woven to last a lifetime. That's right. These beautiful products are grown, spun, and woven in the USA. As a Homemaker Chic listener, you've heard us share our thoughts on the concept of better, not more. And so we're right here with you, dressing our homes in American Blossom's finest quality products. And as your home economist, you can enjoy 20% off with the exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20. With a two-year return policy, made in the USA, and free shipping, you cannot go wrong. Visit American Blossom Linens today. Duvet covers, sheets, towels, pillows, inserts, and more. AmericanBlossomLinens.com with the coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 at checkout. I want you to visit HotRugs.net if you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that don't survive your lifestyle. You wash them, they start curling up on the ends. They just don't have that designer look that you want. Why not dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokemon? I want you to look at your home. Where does it need some style infusion? Nothing is as timeless as a Persian rug. And now you can use the coupon code HOLIDAYHOMEMAKER20 for 20% off one of these beautiful pieces. Here's a designer tip. Give your home an instant professionally designed look when you add a Persian rug. So you know you gotta go to House of Tokemon and check them out over on Instagram because she's always updating her feed with new rugs. And then use the exclusive code HOLIDAYHOMEMAKER20 for 20% off this investment into the fabulous style of your home. You're guaranteed a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, no machine-made or copy replicas sold here. House of Tokemon can be found at HotRugs.net. That's HotRugs.net. And use that coupon code HOLIDAYHOMEMAKER20. Yes, very yeah. similar here. Everybody pitches in, clearing the table, putting food away, taking compost out, unloading the dishwasher, doing even doing the dishes. But then I got to give it my my glaze over at the end. You know, they yeah. just they don't see things quite the way that I do and sometimes oftentimes I'm prepping food for the next morning yeah. or making bread or whatever it is. So, mm -hmm. um it's tough. It's tough to keep it nice, but I've been working super hard and I know a lot of you have as well to to actually do the things. So we talked two weeks ago about my pit list. And if you're new here, pit list rhymes with a word of things that no one really wants to do, but they need to be done. So I call it my mm -hmm. pit list. It's stuff that I need to just knock out. I need to not procrastinate on or things that just kind of come to your mind all the time that you notice that you really need to deal with. So yeah. I have a running pit list in the back of my planner. I keep a paper planner. It goes everywhere with me. And I just kind of have this running list. And one of the things on this list for the last year has been ordering chandelier shades for the light in my bathroom. So they were just bare naked bulbs. And I put little teeny little chandelier shades on all of my chandeliers around my house. 
It had five arms, and I just stared at it for a year. But I wrote it on my list. This poor little chandelier needs shandy shades. So, excuse me. I finally looked at my pit list one day, and we had just got our paychecks. And I'm like, okay, I know I have this much of a home budget each month. Right. So, what's on my pit list that I could knock out? And I ordered these little shandy shades from Etsy, and they came. They're black and white checkered. They're so darling. And I put them up, and I cannot tell you the satisfaction that it brought me for a year to look. I look at that shandy all the time. Mm -hmm. And it just brought me so much pleasure. And it had to wait for its time. It had to wait until it fit in the budget. And that's fine. But it was just such an encouragement and like a great reminder, like, do these things, these little things that really do make a difference. Um, Here's something else. We could do a whole episode on this. And maybe we should. Well, we we but, got today. I got no more <laughs> nipple tips for you. So. I had my every month with my cooking community, we do a mm-hmm. live Q&A for an hour. And I, of course, have been feeling a little sad, feeling a little sick. And so herbalism got brought up in our conversation yesterday. And we were talking about herbs and remedies that we keep on hand for such occasion and the things a lot of us are gardeners and we like to make little tinctures and things ourselves Mm -hmm. so it was a fun conversation but the conversation went to when mom is sick okay when the person who's running the ship goes down there's just not a ton of like oh honey go go rest in your bed i'll take care of dinner i'll vacuum the like usually you gotta kind of keep going don't you and like shit shit I didn't tell you this. Did I? I don't think I told you. Sunday afternoon after church, we were gardening and Joel was really helping and I know he doesn't care for it. And I looked up and I was like, I'm going to go get him a glass of water. So I go in the house. I'm like, good little wife. I'm just like, I love you. Thanks for helping. That's That was like my heart as I was going in, right? I come out the front door. Mm. I just go flying. I lost my footing on our big stone steps out front. I tried to save it. I bent my ankle in half. My left ankle bent completely to the right. Like it folded. I like, I'm not a screamer. I screamed. I landed horizontal in the pea gravel. And I don't, I mean, six babies naturally. And I burned that huge burn on the top of my thigh. Right. So I don't think I've felt pain like that since I burned myself. I mm. it, I threw up. I mean, it was so intense. I I got sick. And it's black. My ankle is black. There is a line where my foot bent. Guess who's still hobbling around <laughs> cleaning vacuuming the floors? <laughs> vacuuming the floors and doing all the things. Like the first day it was like, Mom, you need to go to the hospital. I'm like, you guys know me. I am not going to the hospital. Like I'm not doing it. Give me some Advil and a and some frozen peas and just let me lay here and stop seeing stars because I was so it was so all consuming it hurt so bad, but yeah the next day like who's the show goes on for mom somehow the show goes you know? on it really does and it can be really hard and you've just proven my point to take care of yourself because like when you don't mm-hmm. feel good my thoughts are when my family gets sick I'm like. All right, I've been training for this. Let's right. go. 
Game on. And it's like every half an hour, okay, and here's your water, and here's your broth, and here's your castor oil pack, and let me change out your warming socks. And like, but, 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 when I go down, I'm like, I'll just die. Just give me some toast. I'll trudge on. Like, I don't, right. I do not do a good job at taking care of myself because I just don't have the energy. Yeah. So we were kicking around the idea of we all have our medicine pantries. And those are all filled mm-hmm. with all kinds of different things. We have a huge wide audience here on Homemaker Chic, mm-hmm. which I love. But um, wouldn't it be cool to have, especially for those of us who do use more natural remedies with sicknesses, mm-hmm. because you have to take them a lot more. It's not like taking yeah. Dayquil where you can take it every 12 hours. No. If you're taking like echinacea tincture, elderberry syrup, or these magnesium or whatever it is, it's like every hour. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. often, okay? So imagine if you had your pantry and you had, I love plastic tubs, a plastic tub with a label on it that said um, digestion, you know, or digestive issues, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And then you had a tub that was for, what's this called? Like sinusy. Yeah. Respiratory. (laughs) (laughs) respiratory stuff okay and in each of those tubs you had your kind of protocol like so that you don't have to put any maybe it's a little laminated card i love laminated things okay Mm -hmm. and it said nerd alert i know (laughs) no it's great it it said like okay coughs here's Mm -hmm. the drops you're gonna take here's the thing you're gonna do and you're gonna do this every two hours and like you could just grab the card out And that tub would have everything that you would need in it. So there are a lot of, quote, medicines, right, that can serve a lot of different purposes. But imagine if they were actually broken up, put into the the tub accordingly. And then when somebody's sick, allergies, whatever it is, you just grab the tub out and it just lives with you. Because how often Mm -hmm. does your nightstand fill up with, like, Oh cough my drop. Goodness, you look like, like a Hollywood essential- addict or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, essential oils and tissues or whatever it is. Anyway, mm-hmm. like I'm going full. I mean, this is kind of what we're doing, right? With this home organization challenge. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Doesn't that like make you excited? Well, and then when mom goes down, mom can grab the family can just go get the tub for mom or something yeah because then mom doesn't have to think okay the elderberry syrup's here and okay i think there's like try to tell try to drop mansplain where it is or something yeah exactly exactly. and the castor oil okay where's the castor oil and i know i have a bottle of that digest then like where's that at probably it's in my summer purse yeah exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) um Cough drops in this house. We are, thank you so much. I got to take an allergy pill. Speaking of um, cough drops in this house are like our go-to. Like my kids just love cough drops. And so when I have them and then they get sick, like, wow, Mm -hmm. I'm amazing. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it's like Aiden texting me from the basement at 6.45 in the morning. Can you go to the pig when they open? Mm Mm-hmm. I need cough drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would be curious, listeners, if any of you have done anything like this. I bet um, my sister has. Ooh, okay. Chelsea, I would wager Chelsea's got it all like <laughs> She probably does. Yeah. Um, my friend Amber does too. Because I know because I've broken into her house to get medicine before. And um, <clears throat> she had it all really organized by bags. You know, like she had her allergy bag and her digestion bag. But 
my remedies are a little bit different. It would be so much simpler to just go to She's the store. She's got a cauldron. Just, I, like, I do. <laughs> I'm going to need some like pigeon feathers and <laughs> bone <I've> marrow. And <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have any worm castings from the full moon? Anyone? <laughs> There's Sometimes a, I wish a, I could just be normal. I really do. <laughs> I know. Just like, yeah, I really do. It's not in the cards. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> listeners, if anyone has done anything like this, will you please message us on Instagram? Because I want to hear about it. I want to talk about it more. I need to sit down with pen and paper and actually like pencil out what that would look like. But um. anyway, I think it's exciting. That kind of stuff gets me excited. <laughs> I mean, I could stand to do that, like, for everything. I could stand a dental box. Where's the floss? Every mm -hmm. time I go in my bathroom, some kid has unfurled the floss, and it's, like, wrapped around the bathtub legs. And what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, or, like, my friend Natalie, she just had a kind of a surprise overnight guest. Needed a toothbrush. And I thought, oh my word, I don't know if I have a spare toothbrush. Like if somebody Oh yeah, we do I keep spare ones. I have to hide like them. Such a grown up. I have to hide them because my kids will find them. <clears throat> um, there's about seventy two toothbrushes in my bathroom right now. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you speaking guys know which of, one is yours? It's disgusting. <gasps> yeah. Speaking of, <clears throat> there is a natural bristle toothbrush from Azer that I'm gonna remember the brand of. Okay. And you, the first time you use it, you're like, holy, it's so stiff. It is amazing. Stiff and safe? Like yes. Not... Okay. Is it, a, I want an electric one. I want, there. No, oh, I there don't use this... electric ones. Oh, I love them. I don't like them. Doesn't look make it. me I'm feel all, like I can. Look it. I don't even. What are you, speaking, speaking of tangling your floss around the bathtub. <laughs> Forget it. I'll, I'll <laughs> text it to you later. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, if you order from Azer, you can search toothbrushes <laughs> and you can find them, but they're really great. I love them. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Okay. But let's get to the, let's get to actual tasks for the challenge this week. Um, I'm going to give you a few more since we missed. Oh, this, no, I'm not. These are overwhelming. These are so overwhelming to me. Oh my Please gosh. don't. Like there's a holiday coming. Could <laughs> okay. you just simmer down? Okay. We'll just do two today, ladies, okay? Okay. Number 19. By the way, this is from the book, The Complete Book of Home Organization by Tony Hammersley, if you want to actually get the book and, and have it in the flesh. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll not be an idiot. I'll put an Amazon link to the book in the show notes. Hello. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay. Number 19. Focus on your fridge. Another reason I wish I was just actually normal, because normal Shades. people just have a fridge. That they could no, clean up. Somebody out. spilled rice all over the bottom of mine, didn't clean it up, and then a kid dropped pickles and spilled pickle juice. Yeah. So now the whole floor has to be detailed and yep. I just can't. I know. It's really hard. Um, Angela and I both have very, very <clears throat> look, we say walk in cooler. I need I'm gonna need you to take it back a notch. This is not posh. All right. There's, there are mouse holes and <laughs> we're talking about styrofoam and jimmy rigged air conditioning units and right. electrical wires. Okay. It's, yes. This is not fancy. Um, but Overheating it is. Overheating air nice. conditioners. Yeah. 
condensing <laughs> puddles of water on the opposite side of the wall causing mold yes 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 <laughs> um and it's it is a genuine severe chore to keep it organized and to keep it clean and to keep it functional so yeah um number 19 focus on your fridge a clean kitchen just isn't complete without giving your refrigerator a good once over so it looks easy it's easy and it takes less than an hour tony says angela um step one <laughs> remove all the drawers and shelves scrub them clean place washable lining on the shelves and in the drawers um blah blah use organizing bins on the shelves they're great for grouping items mm -hmm. or uh removable what um place what washable lining on the shelves washable lining like mm -hmm. Like drawer liner? I'm not drawer sure what lining? she means. Can I do that in my cooler? Because the plywood is, or the two by fours are looking really moldy. Janky. Yeah, grody. <laughs> They're grody. That's the word you're looking for. <clears throat> yep. Um, I could stand for some organizing bins too. As we've been doing this challenge, I've actually realized it would be good to grab a few extra organizing bins and just sort of have them in a spare closet or in your laundry room because when you do get the organizing like wind up your sails and you're just like i'm gonna go do this it really is nice to have what you need on hand just a few like heavy duty plastic costco makes a five pack and what? it's bigger than a shoe box like a five pack of bins mm. so like if it's not shoe box size it's a little bit bigger but it's not like a ginormous rubber made okay you know so okay. i I use those in my cooler. I use them everywhere. And I, I do. Like, I just grab them at, at yeah. Costco, like, just to have them. And then I think I said, excuse me, I'm, like, full-on allergy-ish. I bet like, we sound really great to people. Since we started. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I'm like, rah. <laughs> um, I feel like I mentioned this a few weeks ago when we were talking about organizing, maybe. But, like, HomeGoods slash TJ Maxx always has a really great acrylic aisle. And it's really sexy. And it's just all sorts and sizes and it's not all just like the tall ones with the lid that you know that small families can put spaghetti in it's mm -hmm. like all sorts of shapes and i love it i okay. love those for my cooler yeah there you go so same for the fridge if you're if you want more <clears throat> in your fridge step four is to gather your condiments together in a bin um mm -hmm. And then use containers inside of the drawers to keep your cheeses and such organized i mean here's the thing everybody's Everybody's fridge is going to be different. You're going to organize mm -hmm. yours in a whatever way, and that's fine. The point is that it is organized, that you've put some thought into it, that you've cleaned it, and it takes a shocking amount of time and effort. Just, I think, I, I deep cleaned my kitchen yesterday. My I, I've been just with filming with YouTube and doing workshops and stuff, like my normal kitchen cleaning day has been full of being in the kitchen actually cooking. And so yesterday I was like, you know what? I've had, I got to mop these floors. I had to clean out my drawers, like cleaning your lights, like all of these things. They just, wow, do they take time? I cleaned out my fridge. I have a little fridge inside my kitchen. I was um, going to ask you about that because I was thinking about getting one. And mm -hmm. I know my family, they'd never go to the cooler again. How mm -hmm. disciplined is your family at not just stuff in there instead of walking down to the cooler um well i am a bit of a bee about it so they're good about okay. it i will put all the food 
I clean that fridge out. I do clean it out once a week. Um, <laughs> I clean it out when I deep clean my kitchen each week yeah. and I'll just grab a tote of things and I'll put it at the top of the stairs and I say, okay, Owen, take the stuff down to the cold room or. Yeah, um, I do that. I put the tote on the church pew in the boot room, but yeah. I just, I was wondering, boy, how, how bad could that go and how quickly well, could it go? Once I filled it. So I have what she's talking about listeners. So I have, it's like an under the counter, like where a normal cabinet would be, but it's two drawers. One of the top drawer is a refrigerator. The bottom drawer is a freezer. So we have five, six, five or six full-size freezers up in our shop for all of our meat and all of our produce and such that we preserve. And then we have our walk-in cold room for our refrig our big refrigerator. So this is just meant to be a few things that we use a lot of and an ice maker, basically. Mm -hmm. So by the time we filled our fridge with condiments, cheeses, we always keep a gallon of milk up there, jams, you know, those sorts of things. There's not much room mm -hmm. in there. Like people can't, they can't put big stuff in there. There's just not the space for it. Okay. So you do put your condiments and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Cause that's what people wouldn't want to take the mustard yeah. back out to the, to the, yeah. yeah. The things you use <clears throat> every day, you know, that you're kind of constantly reaching for. That's mm -hmm. what I put in there. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It's really nice. I love it. Um, okay. Last one. This one's a little bit nicer. <laughs> Make labels your friend. Oh, I agree. Um, I label all kinds of things. Um, take your fridge organization to a new level by labeling the containers to encourage good habits. Um, try it. Really works. I have I, not done this in my cold room. I need to do that because That's I just chewed my family out last night. I'm like, do you guys have eyeballs? Do you not see? <laughs> this is the cheese wicker basket. These are the cheese domes. This wine crate is full of mustards and ketchups and mayonnaises and fun condiments from France. Like, can you not see what's happening here? It's yeah, like crazy. It's tough. So it's I, when tough. I could stay. At, I did think that last night. I'm like, I should get my label maker out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And label it all. Yeah, it really does help, and. When I when my stuff gets really out of control in the kitchen, it is genuinely because I have let myself become lax about good habits. Oh, yeah. I mean, when my cold room gets bad, it's because I'll try to tell myself I'll go down to get, let's say, meat that's been in the mm -hmm. fridge for dinner. And I'll tell myself, do five things. You're down here. While you're in there. While you're in there. Mm -hmm. Okay, restack these tubs and push them against the wall. You know, put the milk up onto the shelf. Pick up this mm -hmm. thing that got knocked over. You know, just mm -hmm. like a few little things and then go back up because that really makes a huge impact without taking up half of your Saturday, which mm -hmm. is when I get really resentful and overwhelmed. And that's usually just because I've let that habit fail. Yeah. I mean, you can't be on all the time, but. No, you can't. <laughs> but it is really unfortunate that the bucks, buck usually stops with you. It really Ugh. does. It really does. That. Um, so we Angela wants to talk about home organization in a way today. And in a way, I think she's doing this to throw me under the bus to make me feel bad about my life. I'm <clears throat> not. I feel bad about my life. And then I remembered, <laughs> oh, that's kind of a sensitive subject for Shay too. 
So it's a it's a how do you say it a fever pitch? I mean, it's hit a fever pitch in for your house. house. Okay, yeah. And I we should tell people what am, we're talking about. <laughs> it's not nipple color. It is the children's bedrooms. Uh. It is just. <laughs> it is. And I, I think what really kind of puts me in like I'm arrested by it is or what, incapacitated is could we could we keep go broader? I mean, not everybody listening has kit bedrooms. I mean, okay, I think you could draw that very broadly. Like bedrooms tend we tend to just let them go. See, I don't let my bedroom go. But I know I have friends that do. I've mm -hmm. seen it. Mm -hmm. So so yes, bedrooms. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Okay, go. Fever pitch. Yeah. I interrupted um, you. That's okay. For me with kids, I I look at it. They, I mean, bless their little destructive hearts. They, you can spend a weekend, you can spend a day, you can get the tubs, you can soap the drawers so they're easier to close, and it just doesn't matter. It's shocking. And I think as a mom, I'm I'm actually like looking at this like, somewhat morally i'm like when am i going to see a change mm -hmm. if i set all these guidelines and we have like all the way this is the way we do things like when i don't want to rush their childhood i know savor the day i'm not talking about that i'm talking about am i doing something wrong <laughs> like <laughs> can we just have a slight tick of the dial and then i watched um one of the older ones clean her side of the room today and i thought okay Mm -hmm. All right, you know how to do it. So, <clears throat> so yeah, it's for me. I it's arresting in that incapacitating in that it requires a huge amount of time to do it mm -hmm. because I have I have four that share rooms, so I have two younger boys in a room and a teenager and a ten year old in another room. So, uh. Yeah. Look, I got nothing. I got no advice for you. Um, this make this pit of parenting. It does. It makes me so sad, and um, it can be. It just feels sad to me. It feels sad to me because I want it to be nice for them. Because having a nice bedroom. I'm not talking about a perfect room. I'm talking about it's clean. Your sheets are clean, your pillows fluffed, you get into bed and you feel safe and cozy and warm and you're not kicking stuff off to the floor and there's not like cat food, you know, spilled on, speaking from experience here. <laughs> it's, it is a genuine, it, it's a genuine challenge. I have like a lot of guilt attached to it because I want it for them so badly yeah. and I don't have the time to keep an eye on it like I'd like to. And so I have like working mom guilt, heavy duty attached to it. Yep. Big time. Big time. Yeah. Um, I have my weekly cleaning schedule that I follow. And just this morning, Angela, I sat down and I was just like, okay, I just purged my kids' bedrooms. And I'm not, you guys, they're so small. They're so small. Bless them. We're making it work. It's what we got. Okay. The bedrooms are so small. The bedrooms means. are so small. You're new to the show. Yes. Yeah. They're teeny tiny. And I took four or five garbage bags from each bedroom. I don't get it. 
because we don't buy we try really hard to not bring in just disposable garbage yeah but you know the jeans that get the holes in them that are the shoes that are all rotted off and, you know just these things accumulate i found i kid you not i found a ball of twine the size of a toddler in my boys's bedrooms that they had been collecting they were going around the farm and finding twine, bringing it into their room, adding it to their gigantic twine ball. This thing was massive. It took up half a garbage bag. And it was you just You threw it twine. away? Of course I threw it away. Shay. Yes. I asked them if they still wanted it. They said no. Because okay. here's the thing. Once they started to see the progress I was making, they got yeah. all hot for it too. They were like, oh, this is great. Like the, it's it? the worst analogy. It's so not fair to them. But the word picture is if you've ever raised pigs and you've put down fresh bedding for pigs, yeah, they get so happy. They mm -hmm. go nuts mm -hmm. and they run and they frolic and they roll and they're just giddy out of their mind. And yep. like that's how it is with children, our sweet yep. little piglets. Yeah. I mean, usually the cycle that we have been in has been it gets to fever pitch. Mom goes in with a machete for hours and hours and hours. And then they come in at the end of the day just elated mm -hmm. because their beds are all fluffed and all the bedding is washed, all the blankets. Usually I have to sub out a pillow and get some, a few new things. Right. <laughs> oh, what do they right. do to their pillows? I don't know. Um, you know, it's just, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't know. know I just to... feel like, I mean, I feel like my mom would probably laugh. I feel like when I was growing up, my bedroom was always clean. I just remember my mom changing the sheets and it was just cozy, like you said, and it's safe and it has all these mm -hmm. like feelings attached to it. But, but then I remember, I also remember getting older, like 10, 11, 12, and my closet would start to get really messy. Right. You know, you start bringing in like curling irons and like it changes. But dang, I don't know about all their little things. They just procreate and yeah. Fly. What is that? Oh, I was like, got a fly. Are you alerting me? Um, is there a fly? Well, and I we have this like clothing cycle. So like Juliet, Anais is too small to wear Juliet's hand-me-downs yet. And Junior's a twig and juju's a slab of beef junior's way too small to wear juju's hand-me-downs so i gotta take the old stuff and i can't just like put it right back into the system i gotta get rid of it, mm -hmm. take it all the way to the basement it's like the clothing shuffle i hate it mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah it is it's just constant and i try to remind myself like adults are barely capable of this right so i i clean mine and Stuart's room Every Tuesday. That's my bedroom okay. day. I change our sheets. I stack new firewood. I vacuum and mop the floors. I clean the bathroom, clean the toilet, clean the sink, water the plants, wash the windows, mm -hmm. put away all the weird stuff that sort of filters out throughout the week. Right. And it takes me a few hours. It's a it's a big, it's our basement, so it's it's fairly large. And it also includes stairs and a laundry room so there's a lot going on there mm -hmm. but it takes me it takes me like dedicated time to do that and 
Stuart loves it. He loves Tuesdays because he knows it's like it's clean sheet day and everything's going to smell good and look mm -hmm. beautiful. And there's no like garden clothes piled up on the floor. And it's just a wonderful feeling. Um, oh, my puppy. Every episode. <laughs> he just can hear me. He wants to be in here so bad. Hi, buddy. Um, my point is it's hard for adults. Of course, it's going to be hard for kids. Yeah. And I want... I want them to remember mom. Like I push them in a lot of ways, but mm -hmm. I also want them to remember that like mom was cozy and she was safe and she made things beautiful and she made them feel beautiful to us. Mm -hmm. And I know that involves their room and I'm not quite sure how to pull it off. I'm not quite sure how to find if they're not at fever pitch, if you're just talking about maintenance mode, Two hours a week would be my guess. Yeah. Like I mean, dedicated when time. I was growing up, like every Friday I had to dust and vacuum my room. My kids couldn't dust and vacuum the room if their life depended on it. There's just Why? too there's just too much stuff. Anais is like a container person. So she's got tubs and I have this room. I'm like, no cardboard boxes in your bedroom. Oh, cardboard. You get a cardboard box, I'm like I call that one. I'm I like, know. for what? I'm like, no, no, like uh my glitter in here and my stick on <laughs> nail polish in here and my I don't know in here and grandma gave me another purse so it's going in here like I just oh my mm -hmm. gosh yeah and, um, and Darlene's got this rule like if her kids can't clean it in 15 minutes they can't have it <laughs> 15 mm. minutes to clean up their room we're talking about five hours of weeping and gnashing of teeth like cattle prodding and can't we just watch Donald Duck? I mean, like... yeah. Yeah. Um, logistically, I, I just can't for my kids because, I mean, their their rooms are so small. There There's not a big broad closet. There's not room for shoe racks. Yeah. I think they, they have to be are part of our problem because we don't really have one. They don't really yeah. have a closet. Yeah. Mine have Ikea beds, and under their twin bed, there are four drawers mm. and two little cubbies. So, of course, everyone has put their precious things, which are like eagle feathers and rocks and, yep. you know, these sorts of things um, in their cubbies. And then their drawers are for clothes. So that's their – that's where they max out. They've got mm -hmm. a little bit of space in a in a teeny little closet to hang coats and such. Um, yeah. Okay. So this kind of this kind of snowballs into something else okay. that I'll share. Um, we were having a particularly hard time with one of our children recently, and this was just you know how when when somebody in the house has a tood, <laughs> it affects the whole house. Yeah especially when you homeschool it just it is like um it is like having something foul smelling in your home like everybody you can't escape it, you can't yeah. escape it okay mm -hmm. and my personality i kind of want to like let's nip it in the bud let's chop it off let's deal with it mm -hmm. this, that was not working so i texted okay. my friend and i said okay you've had Teen girls. Um, oh, shoot. I just said who it was. <laughs> I was trying to 
protect their identity. I was like, how long till she blows it? <laughs> Not long. Um, anyways, so I asked my friend, I said, okay, you've had children, <laughs> older children. Um, what do you do? What do you do when you want to see this like correction in your child? And then there's just this hardening of, of heart. Like, are we talking about like a double down? Because I have somebody doubling down in the house right now. And oh, it's very painful. It's a, a little double person down. just doubling down. I'm like, wow. It's a double down. And then like, once the double down comes, then I go here and then they go mm -hmm. here and then I go yeah. here and then they go here. I go here. They go here. Yeah. It's and then like before poker. you know it, like, yeah, the house is, it's rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she gave me the most interesting advice. I was sort of expecting like draw hard lines in the sand, like, you know, let them know you love them, but like, don't give them an inch. They need to learn to this, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, you know, I would just take this particular child. I would take them to coffee and sit down with them somewhere warm, cozy and safe, just them and tell them that you love them more than anything and tell them that they're safe in your home and that your love for them is not dependent on their actions and that mm -hmm. you are their partner to, to teach them how to battle their sin and how to overcome and, and how to show people kindness and love and grace. And like, you're there for them and you love them. And there's, there's no amount of bickering. There's no amount of, that's going to change that. You just love them. And I did it. I was so desperate. I like went, picked them up, took them out to coffee and said exactly what she told me to say. And I meant it. And mm -hmm. it was like the ice cap melted. And, you know, I'm sure there will be flare-ups, but it was like a, it was like a tool that I didn't, I thought, well, I'm going to explain this logistically and I'm going to help you to see. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that did not work for this child. Mm. I, I tell you all that to put it in the context of these rooms is like, there are things that I want to be hard and dogmatic about, frankly, but they're, yeah. I think those have to be kind of few and far between. I think I do too. And yeah, what they need sorry. from mom for other things is just like, mom made, made me feel loved. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mom made me feel safe and she made me feel loved. And I do care so much about the type of people that they become, but um, they're, they don't get to be lazy, right? They don't get to be slobs. That's not what I mean. I just mean I'm 36 and if my mom, I'm 37, if my mom came and like cleaned my room and made my bed and put fresh sheets on and say, honey, I, I freshened your room for you. I would weep. <laughs> It would mm -hmm. mean so much to me. <laughs> right? Anyway. Yeah. Um, for me, with my kids, I've extended that, like, like, I let them do a lot in their rooms that I wouldn't have been allowed to do or, or whatever, just out of wanting to let them be who they are and foster creativity and not have this rigidity that I impose in other places in their rooms. And the payoff or pay payment for that is there's a lot of stuff and a lot of mess, like, like the boys with their Legos. We're talking like 
a wall lined with coffee tables because they make a village here and a something there and they hunt thrift shops for another coffee table because they need another Lego table. And I want to be that mom that was like, yeah, my mom let us just have Lego freaking Palooza in our bedroom mm -hmm. and alligator heads and spaceships hanging from the ceiling. And now they've staple gunned all the Lego boxes to the wall, like wallpaper. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so like. It's just not pretty. There's nothing it's like. Just not, no, but it's like I can't. I can't have like anal retentive perfect organization. You're not going to have that with kids right. anyways. But like I can't – I know that they can't be the way I want them to be because of the things I've said yes to. And I'm very mm -hmm. happy about the things I've said yes to because I feel it makes them feel safe and creative and loved. I just – I need to find a happy medium with mm -hmm. just bringing the personal responsibility up just a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, and I guess – that's going to look different for boys and girls too, I think, you know, but, but yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yep. I always chuckle when I see movies and they show a kid's room and they try to make it look like it's free and creative and full of kids stuff. And I'm just right. like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. No. Where's your booger wall? Where's where, your snake skin? Where are your snakes? Snake where are your yeah. balls of twine? Okay. Mm -hmm. One time George's crocheted a pillowcase and shoved it full of sheep hair that she had pulled out of our pasture. We have hair sheep. So it was like literally wads of poo-covered sheep hair that she filled this pillow with to stuff it. I mean, it was disgusting. <laughs> she was so proud of it. She wanted to put it on her bed. And I was like, honey, you will die of something. If you put that on your bed. You will get fleas. <laughs> you will get fleas. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, yeah, I think first it's letting go of it is it is a letting go of your pride. It's um and and this is hard. I'll be honest. Like this is something I genuinely struggle with because I do take pride in our home and making it a certain way and making it feel mm -hmm. a certain way and look a certain way. And we've put a lot of effort into that. And so for that to not be able to like carry through to the way my children create in their space is, is difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, but beyond that, I don't want them to be slobs. I don't want yeah, no. them to like it's get into like this, a marriage yes, and but. be that person, yeah. you know, where it's like, I'm sorry, can't you just put your clothes in the hamper? That's it. That's what really concerns me <laughs> that, yeah. is what they inflict on someone else someday. Right. Yeah. Right. So, mm -hmm. so I mean, I have no expert here, but mm -hmm. a few counterpoints that we've tried to do is put it on the calendar to do the clothes, shoes assessment quarterly. It, need, it really needs to be done every three months. So that means maybe this Saturday – you take two hours and everyone pulls their stuff out of their drawers, pulls out stuff that's too small, that has holes, that's stained, blah, blah. That's been really helpful if we stay up on it. If that goes two or three seasons, it's a wreck. No one oh, can yeah, find socks. all of a sudden there's a special event and you didn't realize your kid's been running around barefoot for four months and yep. Yep. they don't even own shoes, let yep. alone, yeah. Big no. time. <laughs> um. I think I mentioned this a few episodes ago, but we also have it set up where every child has a laundry day. So everybody yes. knows 
I know their clothes, they, again, they don't get to fever pitch. It's only going six days. <laughs> it's going for yeah, six days they between do their washings. Own laundry, thank goodness. Get their laundry done. And what I'm mm -hmm. trying to institute, which they've been much more resistant to, is taking your sheets off your bed and washing them on your laundry day. So laundry day means you get clean sheets. And that way I know their sheets are being changed every week because they are filthy. <laughs> mm -hmm. What do they do? I don't know. But they need to be changed weekly. Again, that like fresh, clean. There's no spiders hiding. There's no socks shoved into the bottom. Right. But making a bed is, it's tough work for a little kid. It's tough. Right. They don't like it. No. Um, so they do that. I'm always so proud of them. If I'm sitting at my desk or something, they walk through with their sheets and I yeah. hear the washing machine start. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. like lighten up. <laughs> lighten up. Not every, and, yeah. not every nine year old does their own sheets, you know? Yep. Come on. Well, yeah. and think about how many habits we are all still learning. Like okay. I'm, I'm still do stuff and I'm like, all right, like the medicine thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've just had, this is what my parents had. A little plastic tub in the closet. You pull it out and all your stuff's in there. And it's just everything all in one thing. And that's just what I'm used to. And here I am, mm -hmm. again, 37, looking at this being like, hmm, it might be helpful if this was organized a little bit different. So, like, mm -hmm. we are still learning new habits that make our homes better, function mm -hmm. and work better. And, like, the same mm -hmm. is going to be true for our kids. They're eight, okay? Like, they're not going to have it all figured out yet. Yeah. I think they'll get there. I think so. I notice just they're they're very much like me. Like if something's not functioning, I I just can't. I suck. <laughs> like I just am no good at at di being disciplined, and I need like functioning spaces. And my kids, they're they have antique dressers. The drawers stick. They're hard to open. Like yeah. no no seven year old is gonna rustle that he's just gonna yep. open it a little bit and cram his stuff in the top you yep. know and the closet situation is not good we finally kind of made one for the girls but the other closet they were sharing like the chimney closet because they're up in the attic you know and so they need there's no system for their clothing and that i'm that way if i don't have a system for yep. something it's not happening so yep. Might be time I think for some it's probably Ikea to like dressers. look at the <laughs> sticking points, you know, yeah. what, where is this getting caught up? When we, when we do the detailed all day on a Saturday thing, what has happened by Tuesday? Mm -hmm. You know, I recently recognized this in one of my daughters. Again, they're fighting for their space, man. There's just not a lot of it. Um, Georgia is so incredibly artistic and she has accumulated some really nice high quality art supplies that she's invested some of her own money in or that she has been given for holidays or something. Mm -hmm. um, and she had them all lined up in her windowsill because this was like her one little place right by her bed. Right. Some of them lived in one of her clothing drawers because they were kept safe from siblings and such. Mm -hmm. um, and so I bought a teeny little cart from Lowe's on wheels. It had like four little shelves and it was not expensive. I think it was like $35, but I put that together, put a bunch of mason jars on it. Okay. Pens in this one, pencils in this one, erasers in this one, and just tried to consolidate all of that art stuff into one mm -hmm. little cart. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had to sort some stuff out, but we figured out a way to make it work. And now we can wheel it at the very end of her bed. So it takes up very valuable floor space. But it's everything all consolidated and organized into one spot because, th- like, that was the problem. You, even when it was clean, it, it didn't look clean because mm-hmm. there was little teeny things everywhere. And my boys just, they don't have the self-control. So I just said, you can't put anything in your windowsills. You just can't. You got to find a different spot for it. Because I'd rather oh. your elk jawbone that you found in the orchard be in a box of other bones and like-minded, you know, little things, trinkets. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah. yes to looking at that at those sticking points. And I mean, this sounds very obvious and cliche, but like letting go of perfection, like. Yeah. Let I think it go. it's not happening. It just can't be squalor. <laughs> like, yeah, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> it just can't be squalor. <laughs> yeah. And same for you, by the way, ladies and gentlemen listening, like don't let your room be squalor. When was the last time you changed your sheets? Mm hmm. When was the last time you sorted through your clothes and got rid of all your nasty underwear and holy socks and, you know, or when was the last time you tended to your laundry room and sorted through mm-hmm. all that stuff? Um, we had this, like, yeah. sticking point in our laundry room of all the weird little trinkets that come through laundry, especially when you've mm-hmm. got kids. And, frankly, I got tired of delivering them to people's rooms where then I could just pick them up. The next no, week. No, I just have like... a big thing. I just have like a big jar on top of the washing machine. I'm like, yep. if you're a Lego guy or you're a quarter. Yep. Or a button. You're... Yeah, whatever. If it was drill bit. It's in here. Exactly. Oh yep. my gosh. It's amazing my appliances work. Yep. I, um... I don't know about the drum of your washing machine, but it's like <laughs> it's like a wishing well. Like it's just <laughs> coins just jammed in <laughs> all the way around. <laughs> They're just jammed. I'm like, Joel, you know, one day this is going to stop spinning because you're going to be st- worth of change. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I put a little vintage tin that makes me really happy to look at it. And I just pop the lid off and put my little treasures, my little laundry treasures inside. Mm -hmm. You know, those sorts of little things. And it does. It becomes quite humorous. And yeah. You're listening to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I'm Angela. I'm Shay. And we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips and no denim jumpers. Let's talk about shopping. Shopping online at the new Parisian Farm Girl shop or shopping with me in Paris next year. First things first, have you visited the new Parisian Farm Girl shop? I am now featuring everything you've come to love about Parisian Farm Girl style from plaid to antique transferware dishes. This month, I will be restocking with treasures from my trip to the Paris flea market. So visit every Friday as new items are added from oil paintings to copies of some of your favorite dresses you've seen me wear. And while you're there, you'll also find details on how to secure your place on one of my 2024 trips. In April and October of next year, I'll be taking small groups of people to Paris for the flea marketing trip of a lifetime. But don't wait because some of those weeks are almost sold out. 
So visit ParisianFarmGirl.com and click My Shop to find beautiful pieces to decorate your home and details about the Paris Flea Market Tours. That's P-A-R-I-S-I-E-N-N-E, FarmGirl.com, and click My Shop. Home cooks, listen up. We've all got to cook, and sometimes that's a bit boring and hard. There's no escaping the demands that come from our kitchens, whether we're cooking for one or many. So let's make it fun, nourishing, and delicious. I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community with me, Shay. You can visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you're going to get five whole food, nourishing, and inspired recipes each month created from scratch in my own kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with each recipe so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Let's talk sexy, simple, luxurious natural skincare. That's right, I'm talking about Tubes & Co. If you think that natural skincare has to come at the cost of results, we invite you to visit tubesandco.com and use their incredible skincare. Use code FALLBEAUTY for 10% off. Emily Toops began this family-run company because she believes that skincare products that nourish and restore can come from simple, wholesome ingredients. That means ingredients like cold-pressed olive oil and organic grass-fed tallow. Emily formulates her skincare with real ingredients without the use of synthetic chemicals, toxins, fillers, artificial colors, or fragrances. Their products are made in the USA and all the ingredients are sustainable and fair trade with transparent and ethical sourcing. Skincare products should nourish our skin without having to impart hormone-disrupting toxins. But don't just take my word for it. Visit tubesandco.com, click the skincare tab, and just read through the raving reviews. Homemakers just like you love the tallow balm, French clay soap, and glow serum. Visit tubesandco.com, shop organic skincare, and use the code FALLBEAUTY for a 10% discount. No magic button, I'm afraid. But... Hmm. I think the longer we do this, Angela, the more I realize it's just habits. Yeah, it is. It's the habit. And it is laziness. I mean, that I've said this before for me. It is. Like, if I walk past something, like, I should have grabbed it. You know, like, I so much has just changed even about the way I do things since we've started the show simply from talking about it yeah. and just thinking like, I don't want to be that person that walks past something. I don't want to. I don't. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the bathroom and my kids are in there and they're like, we're all just brushing teeth or whatever, like I'm wiping, I'm moving, I'm putting, you know, like I, I want to be effective and like not just keep pushing things off, you know? Yep. Yep. And that concentrated effort, you know, I think that's kind of the beauty of the pit list is that when we get really broad and we stretch ourselves out, we can become highly ineffective because we're just Mm -hmm. so drawn out to so many things. Um, The power of the pit list is saying, look, you might not have an entire free day to get all the stuff done that you want to do, but you might have 30 minutes. So instead of scrolling Instagram, pull up your pit list and 
get your new tabs for your vehicle ordered or, you know, whatever right. weird things you've got on your list that are just kind of biting at you. And it's amazing, like, mm -hmm. how instantly beneficial that is. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not everyone thinks that way. And it's, it. I think it's a good habit. I even said to Joel the other day, you know, because we have a couple big projects we're working on, but they... Um, you know, you're waiting on stuff or something's mm -hmm. drying or you, there's logistics. I said, you know, in the meantime, we've got like nail holes. Like you could just like grab their putty and spend 10 minutes patching a few nail holes. Like it doesn't always have to be this epic mm -hmm. start finish thing. It could just be one little thing that we're walking past, mm -hmm. you know, yep. 82 times a day, you know, kind of a thing. Do you ever realize though, sometimes when you wait, like moments of genius come. Yes. Yes. What is that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, sometimes it's like just say, okay, here's my closet is so bad. My closet's it's probably twelve feet long, wide, twelve feet wide, and it's about two and a half feet deep. It's very weird. It's so ineffective and it gets so messy so fast. And it's like really outdated closet organizer stuff in there, you know, like that rubber coated. Mm -hmm. It's just bad. Um, this was a summer home. So nobody was ever, nobody ever expected anyone to live this hard in this space, you know, so we don't have closets. They, they're small, they, whatever. I was on Amazon the other day and I saw these, I'm like, you know, like they're industrial, but it's like a, a mount and then it's just a, a bar that comes out and it comes out off of the wall and it's like something you'd see like at a clothing store and I was just sitting here and I just went <laughs> and it was like oh like light bulbs were just going off rays were shining down from heaven like I'm ripping all that crap out of there and I've put if I put 10 in those across the length of the the closet but they only stuck out 12 inches, I could actually walk in there to pick my clothing out. I cannot picture what you're talking about. Rats. I don't know what this you're talking about. This is the about. wall, okay. and it comes out just like this. It just comes out from the wall, and then you hang okay. the hangers on this way. So you're actually oh, looking at the front of the blouse instead okay. of the side of the blouse. Okay, okay. Got yeah, it. It was epiphanal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They come like seven inches, ten inches, twelve inches, and then the like the width of the hanger isn't taking up like the width of my closet or the yep. depth of my closet rather. Yep. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! Yeah. I'm so excited. So sometimes when you procrastinate or when something mm -hmm. takes too long to come about, you are presented either by some like you a new look at the function of something or something like a new closet bar or and you're big time it just just like a switch flips yep big time and i love that because then you get like a little boost of motivation you're oh, like oh yeah. there is an answer oh yeah well we have this always our, have to be frustration with our fireplace we like we just plumb run out of money by the time it got came to finish our fireplace in our bedroom and so it sat unfinished and sat unfinished and i'm like i have no money to finish this fireplace what am i gonna do and time went on, time went on, and was out thrifting one day, found these this beautiful set of Victorian Corbels that were in really rough shape. They gave me a great deal on them, so I brought them home, stripped all the paint off, 
repainted them, and then literally went out to the barn. I'm like, there's got to be a piece of wood in here I can use as a mantle. I, there, there has to be. And sure enough, we were able to do that and buy like a $75 box of tile to mm-hmm. create this genuinely my very favorite spot in my entire house. It, like looking at it brings me so much pleasure. And I put personal pictures and frames like on the mantle. I love it so much. And had had we been able to just knock it out straight away, yeah, I wouldn't have loved it nearly as much. I love this little fireplace area so much it's so precious to me and it would have been not that Mm -hmm. but one of the things i wanted to get your thought on this one of the things on my pit list i think i mentioned this is to repaint my kitchen ceiling because it's been a while and there's blood on it as we have already talked about my kitchen is blue and white i'm sorry it's blue and yellow So I was standing in there last night like, okay, I'm just going to go to the store. I'm going to get the paint so that when opportunity strikes, I can just paint the ceiling and call it good. Then I was looking at it and I was like, do I want a yellow ceiling? I think I do. A glossy yellow ceiling. Glossy? Mm Mm-hmm. Why glossy? Well, I did a semi-gloss on my cupboards. My blue paint on my okay. cupboards is a semi-gloss, and it's mm. just nice. It reflects light really nicely. Yes. Yeah. I'm just asking. It's just, it's not a, a normal thing because it shows every flaw, especially on a ceiling. But the ceiling Wait. at Giverny is like nuclear gloss, like high sheen I don't know how they did it. And huh. it's incredible because it reflects everything. It reflects mm-hmm. all the tile. off, the, And so it's just, you know, I talk to a lot of people all the time about what finish to use, what to paint, what, you know, and that's sort of like your pat answer is don't use a gloss on the ceiling because if there's a crack or a, a yeah. variant or something like it shows Look, everything bad nobody's but. looking at my house thinking oh this is this flawless perfect ha-. like yeah you yeah, see a big so. crack in the ceiling they're like yeah that makes sense <laughs> yeah that yeah <laughs> but the ceiling connects to trim at the top mm-hmm. and i think why do i what do i need white for i gotta repaint one of the other things on my pit list was to repaint my, my built-in cupboard it, i haven't repainted okay. it since we discovered it buried behind sheetrock and it needs it needs some fresh love. You know where there's like, oh, that's cute and and aged and charming. And then there's like, mm, yeah, that looks a little like you need to show it some love. There's like I'm this fine kitchen here. Sorry. There's yeah. this fine line. Um, so I was going to have to paint that anyway. It all connects together. And I'm like, look, I'll just paint all of the trim yellow. I love color. Why not? Yeah. Paint it like the marigold, like that shade. Yes, the marigold, exactly. Heck yeah! Oh yeah, mm-hmm. white. Why do? Why does everybody think a ceiling has to be white? I painted my ceiling in my dining room green. Mm-hmm. My walls are cream. My trim is maroon, and my ceiling is green. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, get rid of the white. Right, you have a white stove. You have a white backsplash. You don't need any more I have, white. And I have white marble. Yeah, yeah. All right. I just wanted your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I'm going to do then. Yeah. For sure. 
That sounds great. See, if I would have done this for the five years that I've been wanting to do it, it would be white. But last night, it was just like, let's let's do it yellow. I might paint my kitchen yellow. Right, we're going to repaint the kitchen here very soon. Tell me I what's think. going on in your kitchen. Lots of fun things. Well, well you, okay. you mentioned this recently. I got a new baker's rack. Mm -hmm. I got an old baker's rack. Mm -hmm. And it's so lovely and i moved it to where the yellow cabinet was and took a picture and people are like where's the yellow cabinet i'm like don't worry the yellow cabinet's the first antique i ever bought with joel and still have the yellow cabinet um but we are going to um put in a big table and i think we're gonna we have our we have a harvest table and we're going to not the one we eat off of but a different one and we're going to like redesign it to be the draper's table of my dreams because i can't afford a draper's table and then i have a piece of marble made for the top of it and i'm 99.9 percent .9 sure we are cutting into the wall where the copper sink is and adding more windows going out to the conservatory because of winter depression <laughs> the, the kitchen is so dark and i'm gonna be really sad to lose the brick space on the opposing side but i have to have more light in that kitchen mm -hmm. and so we're gonna use old windows and i think it'll really just kind of give that feel like the interior of the house is old and that whole wonky modern window conservatory part is the add-on type mm -hmm. thing i think it'll really help with that and just handful of changes i'm trying to decide if i want to paint the beams or if i kind of want to keep that normandy Brittany looking dark beam thing but the revere revere pewter has to go it's dirty there's salsa on the ceiling like you said <laughs> like there's just tomato juice yeah. and bug poop and it's just yeah next month we've been here six years and that's the very first thing we did and it hasn't been touched since yep. then so yep tis time mm -hmm. i love this this tis is time. what like this is the kind of stuff you guys that keeps me so inspired to be a homemaker i love it so much just that ability to create something beautiful and clean and maintained and loved and oh i just delight in it i just delight in it it's so wonderful Sometimes you just have to muck through the messy bedrooms to get to that point. Yeah. You know, and it happens in your kids' rooms too, or you're three quarters of the way in and you're like, oh, we yep. could do. Yep. Da, 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 da. Yep. Yep. It's so good. Well, we hope this inspired you today. Um, thanks for spending some time with us. If you enjoy this podcast, will you please share it with a friend? Will you send them an episode that you enjoy that you think maybe they'll like? It's very helpful to us when you do that, when you share the love. So thank you for that. Um, and thank you to all of our fangirls over on Patreon who joined us on the fangirl call last week. That was wonderful. So thank you for being there and for your support of the show that way. Um, join us for Ultra Feminine Friday over on Instagram. This is where you can take a picture of yourself and your feminine garb, things that make you feel wonderful. Send it to us with the hashtag Ultra Feminine Friday so that we can share that with others. And what am I missing? Uh, well, Thanksgiving is coming, so get your dry farm order in. Ah. Don't forget your dry farm for Thanksgiving. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. If you've never done it before, like treat yourself, 
treat your family, do it for the people. Get some really good, really good, delicious, all natural, no sugar added, no additives added, no, no bloating, no mm-hmm. nothing <laughs> uh, wines. Because if you've never ordered before, you're going to get an extra bottle for a penny. So that's very fun. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. We love them. Yep. That is the wine Shay and I drink. That is the wine we use when we entertain, when we do it for the people, and we invite you to do the same thing. We will see you yes. next Monday. Yes. We'll be back. Thanksgiving week. Right? Oh, holy cow. Her. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> it's about to- All right. We can do this, yes. ladies. All right. Okay. Onward and upward. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.